Hey guys, welcome back. This is another episode of Gilmy Talks, and I'm just going to flat out say it. I have an amazing guest to for today. Met up with him in well, in London on location here, and I have Carter Mason, the King of the North, the, and he is coming back to tear the Ontario indie scene up. It was an absolute pleasure meeting him and having having him on the on the show. Had a great great time talking to him and. I'm just excited, really excited just to see him back on the indie scene because he is an amazing talent who's definitely been missed around here. When he was up in London, got to hang out, meet him, and and just have have, have a coffee and a chat. Just um, And I just want to say thank you very much to Carter for making this happen. And I just want to say... Thanks for for, for coming back, coming back and uh, listening listening again, guys. I just got gotta gotta get the sponsors uh, going uh, going going quick. But before that, I just want to ask all you guys give the show a five star review on like iTunes, so just more people can 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 see it. And that's it. Just get the get get the word out there about Gil, Gil Me Talks. 2019, I'm telling you guys, is going to be a big year for this uh, for this podcast. New things are happening, and I just want want to say I'm really looking looking forward to it. I got some very cool guests lined up again, and hopefully we can get it on on this on on the uh, steady going going on from here on out. Just want to say. I've been really busy, guys. If I haven't got 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 back back to you, I'm oh, I'm just gonna pull the curtain back a little bit. I've been working seven days a week, and just crazy, crazy busy all the time. If you actually know me, guys, you know I'm a I'm I'm a pretty hard working dude, and I'm always going going to be that. Cause you got the two jobs, got the podcast, got. The family trying to juggle all those balls balls in the air at at the same time it's just crazy but please feel free to drop me a line whether it's justin m gilmet at gmail.com or at gilme talks the facebook page because everybody knows how 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 facebook works my mom knows how facebook works so okay just reach out gonna be getting the gilme talks merch going in 2020 2019 if you are interested Give me a shout. Just like um, the advertisers. Just going to knock them out quick here, guys. Check out Tabby Lynn on uh, Sensi. Her Sensi pays on uh, Facebook. Because you know what? It's a perfect gift. Christmas come coming up. Lots of people in your uh, in in your house. You, well, you There were some pretty cool scents there. there. There's peppermint. There is baked cookie, which actually I, I personally love. Because it makes your health just smell like you're baking without without out that heat don't know about you guys but um for six people here here we got a decent sized place but any more than that the room heats up it heats up it quick and if that oven's going it turned in the middle of winter time you're opening windows you 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 don't want that so check out tabby lynn lynn's uh, sensi page there 
and just for all the adults out, out there check out out the love shop because well you know what once again christmas time's coming you want to give that special something that's that special someone that special gift that that they will really really in, enjoy and who knows you may actually in, will enjoy it as a as a, a well guys so check out check out the love shop shop.com just want to say uh hayden mckillop check him out on instagram guys he's a he, he he's a cool artist check out his stuff just because you we, you gotta prom, we'll promote local he does cool shirts and that and stuff he's always wearing wearing his own stuff uh, one of them that he has that I love that he made. He has the old school Macho Man by by uh, a river just hanging out in his full gear. No idea why. He just Macho Man and that's what he does. And now here is the show, guys. I hope everybody enjoys it. I just want to say, hang around to the very end. I do talk to to a couple other uh, other people as well. Enjoy the show. If you need me, come find me. Well, I make it easy. Once again, check out the podcast gilmetalks.podbean.com. Check out the uh, check out the site. I, I'm almost at 50 ep, ep, episodes now, and that's awesome. And just on that, about the 50 episodes, the 50th episode, I think I'm just gonna do an episode by by myself, guys, because I just want to do a wrap up over the crap past 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 two years because it's crazy the amount of people i've talked to and just how this podcast has opened up doors for so many cool things and the intro song is just letting you know is nf all all i do i'm a, i'm a gonna play a lot more of it on the uh, on the uh, back half it's actually a pretty cool cool song and it's also carter Car, carter mason's entrance in music once again thank you very very much for tuning in and hope you in, will enjoy the the interview guys Thanks. Good good morning, good evening, good night. How's everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again on Gilmy Talks. And I have a fantastic guest. guest what are they, guys? I got the King of the North, Carter Mation, about to make his long-awaited return to the uh, to, to the ring. That's right. And also, Ryan, I just want, want to say I finally got him. Now leave me alone. All right? <laughs> What's up, Ryan? I'm finally here, buddy. Yep. Once, once again, we're doing this a little bit on, on location here. We're at a kind of a halfway meeting uh, point point here so once again guys it's an on on location in any of you but thank you very very much carter for for coming in thank you for having me buddy it's uh, a pleasure to be here well first first uh, first uh, question when did the interest in wrestling start um interesting question i get asked often um i discovered professional wrestling completely accidentally uh i was raised by a single mother so I didn't have a dad that uh, introduced me. My grandpa didn't introduce me. My mom hated wrestling for the majority of my life. Uh, I used to have an old dial TV that you had to sit at and turn, you know. So I got home from school one day and I was turning my dial. And I just saw thousands and thousands of screaming fans in the crowd. And I had no idea what it was. But something clicked and it made me stick there and watch it. And uh, since that moment, I decided I wanted to be a pro wrestler. In grade 10, I accidentally uh, was overheard by someone else speaking about wrestling, and they were actually a wrestler themselves. Took me to my first practice. Uh, so again, that was grade 10, two weeks before my 15th birthday, and I've been doing it ever since. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so almost almost as as young as as one of the uh, uh, British guys, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I'm, I'm 29 now, almost 30 years old. So I've 
you know, I mean, a, a month, a few months here or there off the last eight months with a major injury, as you know. Um, but beyond that, it's been 14 years of just grinding and hard work and trying to make a name for myself. Yeah, and honestly, you were one of the best in Ontario right, uh, right now. I'm not just saying this. I've been getting many requests for, for you to actually come on. And I'm, I, I'm not just, just saying that. You're in every conversation that I've, I've, I've heard of the best indie, uh, indie talent, and you've genuinely been missed. I, that, that gave me goosebumps a little bit there, oh, just yeah. hearing that, buddy. Uh, we were just discussing a bit before this, but be like I said earlier, with seven to eight months off, almost a year off, it's very easy to worry about being forgotten or actually being forgotten. Um, and I actually said this on a tweet uh, a couple days ago. Cody Rhodes was asking for the top unsigned talents uh, across the world. And I got like probably a dozen tags from fans around the world and just humbled me so much because, again, you, you get that concern that you're going to be left behind or be forgotten. And uh, I, I'd like to think that I've worked pretty hard over the last 14 years. Um, I don't know if I would count myself as the top because I try to stay modest and humble. And yes. if you consider yourself the top, I feel like you become too comfortable. And uh, I don't want to come back as good as I was. I want to come back better, you know. Um, but if you truly feel that way and the fans feel that way, then I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And uh, like I said, give me goosebumps hearing you say it. So thank you. <laughs> and well. Just want to kind of ask a twofold question of you. Um, I have difficulty kind of describing your your style to someone who's never. I always got to bring up a video. Sure. I always got to show somebody. One, you have. Uh, well, how how would you describe your actual your in ring in, in ring style? Because it's. One of a kind, almost. Who your your influences? Because I can't really really pick them out. That's a a fantastic question. Actually, one I haven't been asked before. Um, so it's funny because I often myself I get asked often what is my style, but never worded the way you said it. It never really how you said it. Um, but I ask myself that often, like, what is your style? And I don't I. Hearing you say that I don't have one is probably the best way to put it. Like, I don't have a style. Like I, I maybe a hybrid, one of a kind is a great compliment. I'll take that. Um, but I like to consider myself um, very adaptable, and I like to consider myself. Um, yeah, hybrid and unique would be, I think, the best way. Uh, I, I like to adapt to my opponents, whether they're the same size as me, 10 feet taller, whether they are high flyer, throw strikes, or technical. I want to be, I, I take it as we were in an MMA fight. You're going to adapt to your opponent's strengths and hide your own weaknesses, right? And I try to wrestle the same way in that manner, uh, whether boxing, MMA, pro wrestling, doesn't matter. So whatever the strengths of my opponent, I want to attack those strengths. Whatever the weaknesses, we're going to hide those weaknesses, right? Um, so, I mean, I have a very high uh, freestyle wrestling background. I was trained to professional wrestle out of a boxing ring, out of a boxing gym. So there's a lot of influences in there. I've done Muay Thai training, right? So there's definitely an overall incorporation. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, hearing you say it was the first time it kind of sunk in, but I think a very hybrid style is the best way. Um, there isn't a way to describe me, and I, I like it that way. Yeah, like because, it that way. because you are kind of one of a, one of a kind. And Thank you. Um, 
speaking of that, are you from on Ontario? You're from out east, out, out west? I, I was born in Toronto. Uh, born in Toronto, raised in Mississauga. I actually kind of have going west uh, out of Ontario. So born in Toronto, raised in Mississauga, went from grade one to finishing high school there. Uh, spent a few years in Oakville, which I absolutely loved, and now I'm back in Toronto. Um, in between all that, though, I did. Uh, I lived in Germany for a little bit, and actually, I used to live with Alistair Black uh, out in Amsterdam uh, for about three and a half, four months uh, while touring around Europe. So, uh, Honestly, I was just wearing his shirt to the to the Fajr uh, show. On, awesome. On, uh, yep. On yeah. Great guy. My neck still freaking hurts from that. Oh, head banging? Yeah. yeah it's, um, I'll be honest, I'm 38 years old. I should not be at the rail of any concert anymore. <laughs> you don't look 38, man. I wouldn't have guessed oh, that. So that's fantastic. Yeah. No, I've been married for, I've been with, with my with my wife for 19 years. I got, four, I got four kids. She's my language for them, yeah. <laughs> You've been married longer than I've been wrestling. I've been wrestling a long time, so damn. Yeah, because uh, at 29, you're going to be a 15-year vet soon. Almost. I, I almost. I don't know if we'll count it because, like I said, I have been off the last year. But, I mean, 14-year vet's still not bad, you yeah. know? Yeah. I'll be a 15-year vet at the end of the next next year. But oh, yeah. still been around the business, still been trying to keep my mind fresh. So, I just – I. When I I did meet you, you were with a, a couple of a, of a, the rookies. Drove them down down to a train at train at the Dukes. How how's it how's how's training at the Dukes here going? Um, sorry, uh, Tyson Dukes Wrestling Academy. Yeah, Wrestling I'm Factory. Wrestling fact, Factory. Yes. Sorry, sorry guys. Just trying to properly word this uh, without just saying Tyson Dukes is the best ever. You know. But, yeah, uh, but that's probably yes, the easiest but, yeah. way to to say it. Um, <laughs> As we've mentioned a couple times, as anyone that knows my career knows me knows, I'm not new to the sports. Um, as we've mentioned, I've been off for a year. There's a handful of schools throughout Ontario, throughout Canada. Um, there's only one man that I trusted, not only to um, help me get back to the level that I was at, not only to help me exceed that level, but trusted to make me feel comfortable and confident to be able to get myself back to that level. Uh, and that was Tyson. Um, since I was 15 years old, he was one of the very, very few. I mean, I can count the people since my first practice, 15 years old, that have always treated me with respect, always uh, had my back, and always been um, just a decent human being. There's not been many of them. There's people that I have waves with, you know, lots of people that love me when I'm up and forget about me when I'm down, you know. It's, is typical with with life, um, but Tyson Duke, since I was 15 years old, is one man that has always supported me, always had my back. Uh, I've had one of my best matches uh, in my career against him at Vampiro's event. Uh, we we had a great compliment from Vampiro after that. We got compared to Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask, and that's still like, still, what? you know, yeah, just insane compliments. Awesome. Um, sorry, uh, no, no. but just um. that's Tyson is the only man that I have the comfort, confidence, and trust in to um, return and I mean he, he has some students that have been getting out there now on the smash shows and some students have started to break out um, and they're going to be the future of this business I can say that already and then he has another 5 to 10 that I've seen and a few other people have seen at the school but no one else knows about and those are the people that are going to come up after the future of the business the future of the future you know um, you don't work with Tyson Dukes and come out less than top quality hmm. well and I, you have mentioned you you've been out and you are about to make make make, make a comeback and set Ontario Indy on it on fire again. Yes, because you're 
feel you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us tell us a little bit well a little bit about well about what exactly happened if you're you're comfortable going in it, in it, in it, in it what exactly happened um it's it's a difficult question to answer because I still don't have all the answers myself okay uh, it's been a very interesting eight months um, I have I mean like I, I've been public about obviously the fact that I've been injured and something's been going on um, because I had to be because all of a sudden I went from wrestling on every show ever to not wrestling on any events right and kind of disappeared um, so I had to let people know why and that I had just dropped off the face of the earth um, but it, like you mentioned it's been under wraps and I, I have gone back and forth what I wanted to um, discuss or anything so what happens I'm going to try to summarize this the best way possible but long story short is I think 14 years of wrestling and then a handful of stress as I've aged you know we, we become adults and we gain more responsibilities um, and then the stress of um, and it was good stress but the stress of trying to take more steps and get further and feeling plateaued at the level I was at and trying to figure out the way to take that next step as I said right um, I was I was in a great spot I was making very comfortable money I was wrestling full-time you know um, so what a lot of people don't know is that for two years before this injury, um, I was wrestling at a very high level. I was having high quality caliber matches, but then I'd go home and be incapable of standing up or sitting down. Uh, for a year, I couldn't bend over and tie my shoes. Um, my mom is the only person who knew how bad, and she didn't know how bad it was because I'd hide it from everyone. Um, so it was to the point where I could not stand up or sit down anymore. Um, and then I'd get my tights on and go wrestle, right? Um, and I think everything just caught up with me. So I was driving home from Halifax, I was in Kingston, and essentially what happened was my pelvis, my muscles and everything, uh, I say imploded, but essentially collapsed in on my bladder and uh, was just strangling my bladder. So every second of the day, it felt like I had to go to the bathroom. Uh, and I was spending, at the worst of it, I was going to the bathroom 15 to 20 times. So my day was spent on the toilet. Right, uh, it's hard to do anything in that state. Right, was told everything from cancer to tumors to diabetes, uh, and living with the fear of each one until proven otherwise. You know, uh, so it's been a process. It's been a long process. It's been a scary process. Uh, I had to go through my Ring of Honor tryout in Baltimore, uh, suffering through these these injuries and feeling this way. Uh, I do 12 hours at the tryout, go home and have a mental breakdown at the hotel, wake up and go to the tryout, go home and have a mental breakdown. Um, but just had enough to get myself through. Doctors found nothing in terms of a cancer or diabetes or anything like this. A lot of physio and rehab has now been the lifesaver. Um, we discovered that it was a lot of internal muscles and everything. Like I said, I collapsed in on, on my pelvis and on my bladder. So it's been releasing those muscles, strengthening those muscles, fixing mobility in the chain. Uh, and um, yeah, just I, I spent about $10,000 in six months on physio. Um, but that has given me my life back. It's been the worst physio that anyone could probably uh, have to go through. If you want to really know, look up pelvic floor massage, and uh, that will tell you everything you need to know about my, my struggles. But uh, that is what happened. My pelvic floor died on me uh, on top of everything else, my hip flexors, my pelvis, my back. Uh, I have a pinched nerve that we found out about, but we've been able to uh, treat and release and fix. So 
Um, long story short, I was wrestling the past two years at about 15% health. Uh, and now we're back to about 95%. So people thought I was ruling Canada and Ontario at a high level before. People are in trouble now. Hi. So I'm sorry you went through that, but just seeing your face and just the sheer joy that you're coming back. Yeah. It's you. You can't fake that, man. No. You just you, you just look happy. Uh, I am. I appreciate that you can read that. Um, it's. It's easy right now to forget how difficult some of the days were um, because I am coming back and I, I know that and I've been at Dukes for the last 10 weeks getting ready and in the gym the last 10 weeks, five days a week, two hours a day, plus my three hours a day, so five hours a day, every day of rehab, you know, uh, it's been a journey and it's easy to forget how low I was, but when I say I was, I mean, I was on the floor crying in Baltimore um, on the phone with my trainer in Winnipeg going, I don't know how, forget wrestling, I don't know how I'm going to live because of the sheer pain and discomfort and it, it just torture, you know, and so to go from I don't know how I'm going to live tomorrow to being gifted back your life and your passion, it's it's hard not to feel joy and happiness, so very thankful, I'm just thankful, I'm grateful and thankful that God has gifted me a second chance to do what I love. Yeah, and also, I'm, I'm just going to say it now, you'll be on Ring of Honor. I appreciate that, buddy. I hope so. I hope you hear that ring of honor. You hear that, guys? I'm coming. Cody, if you're listening. Hey, all in twos. All in twos. That's it. Coming. That's it. Top unsigned talent, King of the North. Don't forget it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of King of the North, where'd you get the name? I did not get the name. The name was actually given to me. I had, again, before given this name, was feeling plateaued on the level that I was at, and Lionel Knight is my best friend on earth, in the ring and outside of the ring. I would die for that man, I feel vice versa. My my mother calls him son, and he tells everyone he's my dad. So I uh, couldn't get closer to, to him. Um, and I had been bouncing ideas off of him, and uh, concepts, we'll say, and, and names here and there. Um, and he, and he hurt, took them, and he, and he sat on them, and three, four days later, he called me back, and he goes, you can't be the idea I had. Um, because you're the king of the north. He goes, everything you've done, everything you've gone through, all the backstabbing, you are the king of the north and all, and how you've overcome and uh, and just clicked. And at that time, I'd never seen even an episode of Game of Thrones. So I didn't even know there was a king of the north or a Jon Snow. I thought he had truly made this up. I was like, that's the sickest name ever. Lionel, you're a genius. And he, and he of course, he's like, yeah, no. And then two months later, like, oh, Jon Snow, Game of Thrones. Like, Damn it, Lionel. <laughs> you know, but uh, but that's how it came to be, yeah. So he gifted it to me. Um, he he introduced it to me, and I truly feel I evolved into it. And and Game of Thrones or not, I I feel like I am the king of the north. Thank awesome. you. Sorry, Jon Snow, but uh, you you look at Carter Mason, true KOT, yeah, my friend. Between me me and you, I've never seen Lionel Knight wrestle live. I keep it just. He's not on shows. Well, I actually, I actually make it. I actually make it, make make it to and I keep looking. That's that's unfortunate. Uh, there's not a lot. I mean, if you deserve it, I will give you your praise. You know what I mean? But there's not a lot of guys. So I'll act like you have to see this guy. Skip my light. Uh, I cannot praise enough. He is one of the other Tyson Dukes. Uh, where when I was 15 years old, 
um, he's had my back since day one. Like, it doesn't matter how close we've gotten now. He's treated me with that same love and respect since day one. And again, when I was 15, I was a young kid trying to break in. Uh, I was I was ribbed a lot by the older guys. I was picked on a lot. I was singled out. Uh, but Lionel Knight has had just universal respect. Again, very much like Tyson, where you just you don't disrespect Lionel. You don't talk shit about Lionel. You don't step on his toes. Um, and what Lionel says, people are usually like, okay, man, you know. Uh, and Lionel said that Carter Mason is off limits, and he took me under his wing, and he protected me for a long time, uh, and I'll never be able to repay him for that. But I do what I can when I can. Um, and this, like, Lionel's a guy who, when I was 15, was wrestling Seth Rollins and Chris Hero and Ultimate Dragon and Chris Saban and, and all these Alex Shelley, and, like, I can just keep going through the list. Uh, this was at UWA Hardcore Okada, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so many guys at such a young age himself. Um, so when you're wrestling guys like that at a developing age, it's hard to not be talented. You know, if I could wrestle Lionel Knight every night, I would. Um, so please do yourself a favor, <laughs> get out and see him. I'll actually be wrestling Josh Alexander and Lionel Knight uh, for crossbody on December 15th. So that is the main event triple threat match that you do not want to miss. And nope. if you can make it out, come out to it. All right. Well, I will try it. Yes. It's, um, that show, is it, is it all, all ages? I believe so. Okay. I believe it is. Yeah, cross body. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm almost certain. If it's not, Ben, forgive me, but I'm, I'm like, we'll say 99% yeah. sure. I yeah. think cross bodies usually is. Always. Yeah. Uh, because I do bring my boys to yep. indie to indie shows. Absolutely. And December 15th is James's uh, James's birthday. So. Awesome. That might be a good one. Yeah. Let me know. Might be, Come out might and say be. hi to him. Yeah. Okay. Something a little special for him. Oh, because don't bring he... him to the 13th though, because that's not. No. Uh, Demand <laughs> Lucha 19 plus. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, Demand Lucha. Very very fun. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Just wanted to ask you a little, well, a little something. Where mm. indie indie wrestling now is a little, it's hot, it's on fire, it's it's the cool thing now because I've been a wrestling fan since WrestleMania three. So like we said, you've yeah. been married longer than I've been wrestling. So oh, yeah. a while, yeah, <laughs> a while. Like I, my first wrestling memory is the Andre Hogan. Hogan feud. Yep. The entire build-up, I remember it perfectly. Awesome. It's just one of those. Everybody remembers their first wrestling memory when they when it first clicked. Yeah. And that was that was your click. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just wondering. Now I find it's more more gift-based. Oh gift yes. Yep. 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 Versus I know. Yep. actual versus the actual promos. I think. The indie guys aren't doing as, as many promos as they are, where they're normally doing uh, doing uh, uh, gifs, like little uh, five second best. clips. Yeah, the yeah. five second clip that I highlight use. reels. Exactly, like the, their little best of it, best of it thing. And I saw your promo promo video, which was amazing. I'm not just blowing blowing smoke. It was one of my favorites from the past year. And awesome. I'm Thank very, you. I'm very excited for your comeback. Just as a fan, right. you've been you've been missed. But do you think that the promo is actually on its way out? Do you think it's still actually needed? Um, this, is, and, and this is a great question because you could ask 100 wrestlers and probably get okay. five, or 50 different answers. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's tricky because we are in a very new age. It's a new day and age. It's a new world of wrestling. Um, and just like anything on earth, there's going to be the pros and the cons. So there's so many pros to the gifs and the highlights. And it's such a great way to get um, quick flash out. You know what I mean? So for someone like myself who's trying to brand themselves, it's a great way to go look at my best ofs, right? And a lot of pr promoters will book off of that. 
Um, and if you look at their shows, their shows tend to be, we'll call them GIF-based events, right? Where it's very spotty or flashy or whatever, right? And that's, that's there's nothing to say that's wrong or incorrect. You know, that's just their style, we'll call it. Um, and then you look at companies like Evolve or Ring of Honor or WWE or New Japan, it doesn't matter. But they have their GIF-based um, spots, we'll call them. But I guarantee you, every feud, every build-up, every story has a promo, has has an introduction, has a hook. You know, that's more than a five-second Twitter post. You know, um, WWE is. I mean, they got guys filming promos on their iPhones, which used to be like the biggest no-no on earth. Like, come on, man, invest in yourself and blah blah blah. But so even they are accepting the new age and the and the scheme of things. But you also don't see the WWE Twitter account doing like. Five seconds, Zoro pop up euros, right? So, um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think there should be a balance of both. That's my opinion. I, if promos were um, pushed out or uh, eliminated or whatever, I think it would be bad for wrestling. I think. I mean, even look at UFC buildups now. They've been influenced by pro wrestling to the point where um, they actually have promo videos and, and guys sitting there cutting promos and stuff, you know? Um, so I think it's it's crucial. And uh, it's it, I'm thrilled that you enjoyed mine um, because I've never considered myself a strong promo person. I've never thought I was bad, but it's never been something I'm like, what is your top quality of promos, you know? <laughs> um, but actually the same guy that introduced me to wrestling took me to my first wrestling practice. He no longer wrestles, but he's the uh, GM of one of the top movie studios in Toronto. Um, so I'm lucky that he's also another one of my brother's vocations uh, and a um, big supporter of my career and often um, helps me out with coming up with very talented uh, promos and stuff. So it's it's all coming with the premise and the wording and everything, but he cuts down with the editing and $50,000 cameras to make me look prettier than I am, you know what I mean? <laughs> Because you can say one thing on the ca- on an iPhone and then say the exact same thing on a fifty thousand dollar camera and it's just going to come across different, right? right? So without him and his help, um, I definitely wouldn't look as good. But um, it's definitely a teamwork, and I definitely think they're they're very important. And again, the fact that you enjoyed it makes me thrilled. It seems a lot of people have enjoyed this last one, um, and again, that just makes me me more excited to know that people are excited for me to come back. Yeah. So I want to deliver. I think when you come out at uh, Demand Lucha. Pops, it's it's gonna gonna be huge. I hope so. I just, mean, humbly, but oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's been a beyond just who doesn't like to be cheered for, or hear their name chanted. It's just been, as I said, such a journey. Um, I eleven weeks ago, twelve weeks ago, never thought I'd wrestle again. I was convinced that I was over, like done. And if it wasn't for my physiotherapist, uh, Martina, my mom. Um, the girl I'm seeing now, if I hadn't had, I mean, fans worldwide, wrestlers worldwide, every day just reaching out when they didn't even know I'd given up, but sitting at my house being like, fuck it, you know what I mean? <laughs> just not worth it. And so, no, man, get your ass up. Next day, one foot in front of the other. And without each one of those people, um, I don't know if I would have come back, truly, just because in my mind I had accepted that. There was no comeback, right? So, I mean, I hope I get that pop. Um, <laughs> I hope that – I just hope everyone is as happy to see me as I will be to be in that ring and to see everyone. Um, looks like we're on our way to Rosella. We're already at 80% of the tickets sold. Uh, two weeks today is the event, so I can't wait. I can't wait. 
It'll be a, a fantastic show. Yeah. Hopefully, I I can I can I can make it. I hope so, my friend. I hope so. If not that one, one soon though. Oh, yeah. One soon, yes. Yeah. Oh, and something I don't have have written down written down though. Your gear mm-hmm. is amazing. Awesome, thank you. I just you have such a unique. There we go again. The, unique look. Sure. Any anywhere you came in, came in with it because it's kind of like um, it's a Viking king slash gladiator. Exactly. Kind of, it's all. It's everything. Kind of <laughs> um, there. I mean, that was all myself uh, and my gear maker, right? So yeah. I'm a terrible artist. Um, but uh, oh yeah, like, same. Just see my yeah. The my, scratch mine yeah. looks the exact same. Chicken right. <laughs> chicken scratch. So horrible artist, but like to think of myself as very creative. You know what I mean? Uh, whether musically or or writing or in the ring, you know what I mean? I've written novels, I've made songs, and I wrestle, you know what I mean? I like to have creative outlets. Um, but uh, again, terrible drawer. So I actually, the first year, I walked into um, Monday Night Raw at the ACC in Toronto, um, was emailing my, my gear maker. It was a brand new one I just started working with and told her the premise, which was exactly essentially what you said, a Viking gladiator king mixture, you know, of the three. <laughs> Um, and we just bounced back and forth ideas, and so I, I spitball my ideas. She draw it up real quick, email it back, back and forth and went. I think she did six or seven designs. Darted when I was sat down in my seat, and by the time I had stood up to leave, we had finalized the uh, the original black coat and trunks and everything. Um, so yeah, it, it was just a teamwork between myself. I knew kind of what I wanted. I just couldn't put it on paper, so she did that for me. Um, and then we have just tried to evolve it. Um, I'm extraordinarily like people thought my old stuff was cool. The the return gear is going to be untouchable. I, I'll probably have to retire again after that just because I'll never be able to come up with gear as cool again. Um, but it's uh, still well within the same style, just an evolution. Still my my king, still the king of the north, still my gladiator grinding, uh, but also. The Phoenix Rising from the Ashes, uh, still have my lion, the King of the Jungle Incorporation, but much more vibrant, much more in your face, uh, colorful. Um, I'm excited for everyone to see the the new set. Yeah. Awesome. So I just I just want to ask, uh, where can people at actually find you? Uh, all my social media essentially at Mason Wrestling, Instagram, Twitter, um, my Facebook I believe is Carter Mason BMT or Mason Wrestling BMT. But if you just look up Carver Mason on Facebook, I'll pop right up. It's hard to miss me. Yeah. Uh, very yeah. unique pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that would be the best place. Twitter and, and Instagram are the top two to find me, at Mason Wrestling. Um, I don't have an online store as of yet. Uh, it's in the process with my website, both under construction currently as I make the return. Um, but I do have T-shirts. My, my comeback season T-shirts were just launched yesterday. Yeah. Uh, to get pre-sales, I've already sold. There's only 30 being made. 50, or, I'm sorry, 55 have already been sold of the 30. Um, so, maybe, maybe six. Maybe six, maybe six, <laughs> who knows. Um, the picture is posted on my my uh, Instagram and on the Twitter. It's I don't know if you've seen it. It's yeah. my Facebook profile right now. But it's yeah, the baby picture with the tattoos and everything influenced by the uh, the Carter Three album. Uh, so yeah, uh, to go back to your question, uh, yeah. at Mason Wrestling on both Twitter and uh, Instagram would be the best places to find me. Perfect, man. Once again, I just want to say thank you very, very much for take for take. Well, one being in London, so <laughs> so we can do this one on one on one on one, and thanks for for. 
but no, this has been uh, been uh, a fun. Yeah, it's for me as well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, promoting myself in the comeback. Uh, some fantastic questions, and yeah, it was a blast. I hope uh, everyone enjoyed it. Ryan, I'm happy I could make you happy. I hope you enjoyed it. And everyone that wants to see me in the return, demandlucha.com. Uh, you can grab tickets there. Like I said, we're almost sold out. It's at the Opera House, December 13th. Uh, it's a Thursday night, 8 p.m. Um, but yeah, let's sell that place out. And the King of the North's back, coming for my throne. Once again, once again, thank you. And everybody, have a fantastic night. And talk talk to to you guys later. Bye. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you very much for uh, listening. And what? and interview eh that was a fantastic one once again there were i edited it the best that i uh, that i could we were in public there was a couple couple chair squeaks a little bit of background talk but we we know what i did i did the very best i could could with it and i still think it's an amazing amazing in, in interview it actually reinvigorated the love i have for for podcasting guys because i love doing this and i love putting it out there and as i said before i just hope people will enjoy it i do it for myself because i enjoy it i enjoy enjoy doing it once again thank you very much for to the king of the north carter mason for doing the for doing the the interview it was great sitting down just chat chatting with him and I just want to say again, check out check out the sponsors, check out uh, Tab Tabulin at Essency guys, and check out check the Love Shop. Christmas time's coming up, guys. You can pretty much buy whatever you want from uh, from uh, those those two. They both sponsor me. Keep the uh, lights on on this year's show. So keep it keep it going, guys. I just want to say any any merch in uh, inquiries, Justin M Gilmet at gmail.com. And check out the uh, Facebook page for for daily funnies and just updates on the uh, on the uh, on the pod podcast, guys. Because you know what, I enjoy I enjoy doing it. I enjoy interacting with uh, you guys. It is it's always uh, always fun. Hopefully the podcast gets better better and uh, better. Gonna get some better e recording equipment in the new year and kind of do kind of do this thing a little more a little more a little more serious. Try to keep it every two weeks. If you have a day where you want to see Gilmy talks drop in the, in the new year, what day's best for 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 you? Let me know. If you have any recommendations on people you want want me to talk to, because you know what, I want to be as interesting to you guys as I possibly can. And you know what? Just thanks for for, for listening again. Check out the sponsors. Give me a give me a five star review on iTunes. Help me move up the uh, up up the ranks there. I know some of you guys listen to it through your browser. You know what? Just download Podcast Addict or Podbean on your phone. Just and for the five seconds, just hit that little five star review, thumbs up, smiley face, gold star. Whatever reviews are 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 nowadays because I'm old and I don't know much about them. Here's a little bit of in a five-minute clip I did with a couple. Here's a five-minute clip I did with a couple of the other the other wrestlers and hope hope you guys enjoy it. It's a little bit of a behind the scenes. Just asking ask asking newbies how's it there how how's training going and 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 that kind of stuff. And it was also fun just to uh, talk to new new uh, people. Once again, thanks guys. Here we go guys, this is Gil, Gilmy back, back again on Gilmy Talks. And I have two special surprise guests right, right now. I just met these guys for, for the very first time 
first time ever. We have Kelly and we got Cody. Yeah. All right. So I remembered names for me. That is a huge, huge thing. Um, and uh, meeting them because they were they're they're training with Tyson Dukes in uh, uh, London. I got asked. Kelly, so how's your training training going? You know what, I'm loving it. Uh, I I trained elsewhere before coming here. I've been here two months now, okay. uh, but I have experience in, in Toronto. And uh, you know what, it's a complete 180 from what I'm used to. Uh, Tyson is so laid back. I absolutely love being with him. Uh, yeah, he's, he's strictly all wrestling. He doesn't try to play life coach like uh, my previous trainer. I won't mention names. Nope. It'll be nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, he's he's amazing. He, I cannot say enough good things about him. I have nothing negative to, to say at all. Awesome. Oh, and uh, Cody, I know you're from uh, from the the Maritimes, you've been, wrestling, you've been wrestling for a few years now. How is training with Tyson Tyson, uh, Tyson Dukes? I love training with Tyson because every time I come up here, I learn something new. Like, sometimes I get, I'm like, all right, all right, I, I think I got this. He'll just teach me something new where it's like, oh, why didn't I already know that? Humbles you in a positive way. Well, to get it, he's probably one of the best trainers in Canada right now, so any chance I can get to come out here and train with him and get some of his knowledge, I'm taking the chance to do it. So, yeah, it's awesome to train with him. All of his students are solid. Like, even the, I've seen the guys, like, progress there from when they first started, and they're, like, blowing me out of the water. Like, they're all really solid workers because of Tyson, and uh, I'm hoping that I can be a solid worker, too, because of Tyson. <laughs> I I have heard you're, you are from the... the Maritimes. I cannot say that word, man. Maritimes. There we go. Uh, speech impediment kicking in, <laughs> in full effect, guys. And I just well, so have are you, are you just training training all all over? Are you you currently wrestling on your shows or? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm wrestling a lot for Ultimate Championship Wrestling and North Shore Pro Wrestling. Uh, that's out of Halifax and Moncton and. NSPW is out of Quebec. Yeah, I'm trying to train wherever I can go. Like every time I come out here to work for CWF, I try to hit as many uh, schools that I possibly can. I hit up Tyson's today. Yesterday we were at Rip Impacts. Uh, on Monday I was training at uh, CWF school in St. Catharines. So yeah, I'm, I get to work, but I still try to train as much as possible. 